So when your cup is filled with a bit of hope, fun, positivity, you will operate from that. The overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. So your actions and your words will also be influenced as well. And the people around you will notice that. You have the opportunity to influence people in a positive way and be that light. Hi, and welcome to the Girl Who Can podcast. I'm so, so happy you're here. It's time for you to remember that you are the girl who is valuable, inspiring, and deserves to live in the confidence that is uniquely yours. Because my friend, you are the girl who can, but we're also not a place that expects or promises perfection because striving and hustling for the perfect looking life, one, doesn't exist, and two, will rob you of who you were created to be. So stick around and let me remind you of how to be the girl who can with who you already are. In this podcast, we have conversations that inspire you to be productive, stay rooted in purpose, but also learn how to embrace the imperfection that is just part of the journey and remember that you're not alone in that. So hi, I'm Arissa, registered dietitian by trade, but most importantly, your friend, and I've made it my mission to live and share with you the importance of working hard, but also resting well. So I invite you to be the girl who shows up for herself as we get into today's episode. Hello, my friends. Welcome or welcome back to the podcast. I know it has been a little bit since I last had an episode two weeks, so not forever, but long enough for me to miss you guys and miss this space. I have not forgotten about you and I'm very excited to show up to the mic today. Things have just been a little crazy over here in my life. No excuse though. Like I said, I'm just really excited to kind of carve some space out and actually get behind the mic and talk with all of my girls who can today, my community. I love you so much. If you are new here, welcome. You showed up to a really good episode and I am excited that you are here. If you're a returning listener, thank you so much for putting up with my two-week hiatus. (laughs) But like I said, I haven't forgot about you guys. If you are a returning listener and live in the United States. I hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. We just passed that holiday here. It is one of my favorite holidays. And we got, Tyler, myself, my husband, got to celebrate together in our first home by hosting a couple of people, some of his coworkers, and actually my boss from my full-time job. She's actually from the UK and she came to Texas to co-work with me for a few days and so happened to fall during the week of Thanksgiving. So she celebrated her first Thanksgiving at our house. And I just love hosting. I love cooking. So it really is the best of both worlds when it comes to a holiday. It's a really fun holiday for me. Super grateful to celebrate a holiday like that and be blessed with abundance of food and friends and really good company. So yeah, it's been busy over here. Not complaining about it though. For those who are new, I am a dietitian. So you're like, what do you mean full-time job? You have a boss who's in the UK. (laughs) Um, I work from home. I'm a dietitian, registered dietitian. I love what I do. Um, But I started this podcast, the space to be your friend and talk about life and really hold you higher. I say that all the time and talk through things that move us forward. I am not an expert. I do not claim to be an expert on any of these topics. I am imperfect, just like you. I am unique, just like you. We all have our own experiences and that's what you bring to the table. So I 
want to connect with you. Like, like I said, you have your own unique experiences and I want to know what those are, who you are. So come connect with me over on social media at the girl who can podcast or at Arissa Bua. I always want to say Arissa Lujano, but I just got married (laughs) as well as you returning listeners know, I just got married. And when this episode comes out, I will be on my honeymoon in the Maldives, sipping on a margarita hopefully with sunny skies, clear skies. Um, There's some forecasts that it is going to be raining, but I think that's just normal um, where it's like spotty rain, nothing to be too concerned about. But yeah, I'm going to be on my honeymoon when this comes out. So please send prayers, good vibes that we're having such an amazing time. I have no doubt that we will, but I'm so excited. And it's also, it's exciting, but also bittersweet because this is kind of the last of wedding festivities. Uh, I was thinking about this today, actually. Being engaged and going through the whole wedding planning process was so fun. So fun for me, so fun for Tyler and us as a couple. And I truly feel grateful that I can look back on that season of my life and feel that way, like planning for my bridal shower, my bachelorette party. I'm all about the outfit. So (laughs) you know, I plan for my outfits to go to the Maldives. That's just who I am. And yeah, it's just been really fun. Tyler and I will obviously continue to date each other as we go through marriage. And that's really important to us just to keep things exciting. And um, we hear that's, I feel like that's one of the biggest life marriage advices that I hear very often, like continue to date each other. And so that's going to be important to us, planning trips, planning little date nights, um, and just enjoying the small moments. But yeah, bittersweet because this is kind of the the cap to the wedding festivities. But really, again, grateful and blessed to be going on a honeymoon like we are. So overall, theme has been grateful and blessed over these past couple of weeks. But other than that, like I said, I've been on a hiatus, so life has been kind of crazy. I am getting more responsibilities at work, which is fun, exciting, blessed, but can also lead to feelings of overwhelm more responsibilities comes more tasks and less the same amount of time, right? So I, but I am somebody who wants to have a positive relationship with my work and just really everything I do in general. And I get it. Not everything is going to be rainbows and butterflies. There are going to be days that are harder than the other. I'm not saying I wake up on the right side of the bed every single day, but especially going into the holidays for a lot of people, it can be very easy to slip into a season of overwhelm. There are more things to do or things to accomplish before the year ends. You are looking back at the year and maybe feel like, oh my gosh, I didn't do X, Y, and Z's here trying to cram it in. Whatever the case might be, So I just want to talk through some of that today. One, because I have been feeling a little bit like this, but want to have this conversation so then we can all be preventative. We are the girls who can be preventative and not reactive. So I I also want to invite in this concept of operating from a space of overflow versus overwhelm, which is actually not something that I made up in my own little head, but I saw this in a quote, and I loved it. But I was also introduced this concept through scripture. I am a Christian, and the Bible states that the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. So I was like, okay, there is, there is a connection here, and I want to talk about this. So goes to show that if we are protecting our energy, protecting our heart, and making sure our mental health is a priority throughout our day-to-day life, um, 
our boundaries are a priority, all that good stuff, you're essentially protecting your energy. You're protecting your heart in which helps you operate from a place of overflow of the heart, which manifests itself through your words, your actions, your thoughts, you name it. So let's just get into it. I think it's safe to say that we've all been overwhelmed before, right? Right? I mean, (laughs) we know life is just not fun or perfect all the time. And when we're overwhelmed, we can feel powerless. We feel like there's a lack of control. Maybe you're at your ends meet. You don't know where to start. Sometimes we just throw up our hands and laugh at ourselves because you don't know how you even ended up there where it is laughable. Maybe there's frustration. You feel like you're at your tipping point. There's anger. There's moodiness. There's snappiness. There's more emotion. You're crying. It can manifest itself in so many different ways. Everybody is different. There's no right or wrong way how you handle it. But I don't want you to stay there. That's not where you're supposed to stay and operate out of these feelings of overwhelm because it's really hard to stay and just be present or acknowledge being in the present moment because your mind is constantly in the future when you are overwhelmed. You're thinking about what you have to do next. Maybe you're thinking about what you aren't doing in that present moment. So you can't be in the present moment and you can never be where your feet are. Yeah, maybe physically you're you're in that moment, but not mentally. Like I said, you're thinking about what you have to do next or what you're not doing, blah, blah, blah. Fill in the blank. But it's sad at the end of the day. Like I said, I don't want you to stay there. That's not where you're supposed to be. 365 days out of the year. And I'm saying this of because I, I've been there and I can still be there some days, you know, where I just don't leave room for the miracles. I'm go, go, go. I feel overwhelmed. I'm spread too thin. I feel like I can get it done, but then I'm miserable at the end of the day. I then complain about it. And but really, I'm the one who, who put myself in that situation. So again, I'm not perfect here. I'm not saying I've mastered this. I'm still working on this. But this is also a place of honesty where you know that you're not alone. You might, I think we feel, we hear all these like productivity hacks, hacks and morning routine, which we will talk about. And I'm a big advocate for that. But it's not perfect every day. And there are going to be days where you, yeah, you, you feel like you've mastered maybe some habits. Um, but there are days where you slip back into a feeling of overwhelm, but I don't want you to stay there. It can be a one, two, three day thing. I don't want this a a couple of days turn into a week, a week turn into a month, month turn into your year, right? That's where we kind of get into the troubling waters, right? We want to be preventative, not reactive. So it takes a lot of self-awareness, but Like I said, I have gone through the feelings of overwhelm, like I said, even recently, um, where I can't even enjoy a date night or even a car ride with my husband because I'm working when really there's so much joy and, and beauty in being present and giving my attention to that present moment, even if it's just a car ride. There is such a gift in those small little moments of the present that can be become that can become very easy to overlook or see as unnecessary when you are overwhelmed. There's a bit of a shield, you have some blinders on, you're just working out of tunnel vision. So I want 
to share this with you, to connect with you, but also help you realize that, um, one, you're not alone, like I said, but we don't have to live in that space together, right? I want the difference here is me talking about this and me recognizing it and remembering that there is those those beautiful moments within the small little present one moments. There is such beauty, me remembering that there is such beauty in those small present moments. So how do we switch from overwhelm to overflow? Speaking from personal experience, these are things that I also actively do to check myself to try and live more in the present. First is acknowledging it. Acknowledging what you are doing, because if you don't even recognize that you're operating out of a hustle, out of a go-go-go, out of overwhelm, obviously none of this is going to make sense. So you have to really sit down and be honest with yourself and acknowledge what you are even operating out of. Is it that moodiness? Is it that snappiness? Is it anger? Is it Maybe you're forgetful um, and you can't seem to remember things because you have so many different things on your plate. So first, acknowledging it. Um, And I know you might feel like you're a superwoman and you can do everything and anything. I am definitely something, somebody that can connect with that. But in association to that, you have to get better at delegating. That is the first step in switching from overwhelm to overflow delegate. So step number one, put your ego down, okay? And invest and utilize the people around you. I know people that show up to this podcast, the name is called The Girl Who Can. So you might be one of these kind of high operating type of people, or you feel like you need to be doing everything and anything because you can be the best at it, or you're the only person that knows how to do it the way you want to. Put your ego down, It's going to be hard, but invest and utilize the people around you. You do not have every skill in the toolbox or on the planet. You have a lot of gifts and talents and skills, but you don't have all of them. And that is okay. That is the whole point why we live on this earth with other people. People are placed into your life to help you. And this requires trust, right? So there's an area of further um, digging into if you feel like you don't have anybody in your life that you can trust. Um, But someone originally gave you an opportunity. Think about it that way. And maybe when you were originally given an opportunity, you didn't feel ready for it or you feel like you didn't have the skills, but someone took a risk on you. So when we think about delegating, think about passing on that opportunity to somebody else. And hopefully it is someone that you do trust. Um, But sometimes a bit of it is just taking a leap of faith on somebody. And I know some of you guys are thinking out there, well, I just feel like it's easier if I do it myself and it will be faster if I can do it myself and passing it off to somebody else is going to delay the process of whatever you're trying to get done. And okay, I hear you. I have those thoughts too. And that might be true. Okay, I'm not saying that it's not. It might take a little bit longer for somebody else to do it, for you to delegate. But what I want you to think about is if you take that task on, you're saying yes to something, what are you actually saying no to? Is it no to sleep? Is it no to your sanity? Is it no to family time? No to fill in the blank of something that has a deep meaning and value to you. That's what I want you to think about. Um, And that can really help 
switch from that place of overwhelm to overflow and taking care of yourself and setting up some boundaries. Because I guarantee at the end of the week, or if it was your last day on earth, you're going to wish you had more family time or more sleep to have more energy so you could do things that you loved or wish you didn't snap at those around you. You're not going to be wishing you responded to an email, okay? And I'm not saying sending an email is not important. You might be building a business. You have a lot of things to do. You might have multiple jobs to make ends meet. You have a lot of things to do. I get it. And I want you to do all those things. But I also want you to know how to protect your energy when you need to. And that starts first with self-awareness to delegating. So now we're going to go through proper prioritization. That is also a step here to switch from overwhelm to overflow. And this means identifying tasks that are most important first and also time sensitive, really kind of inviting in that concept of urgent versus important. And with those urgent type tasks, I encourage you to use time management techniques. There's something called like the Pomodoro technique. I have like a little um, dice cube on my desk and there's like a 15 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour. So set time blocks. This is game changing. Put in some headphones. I love myself some lo-fi music. Shout out, it's Christmas time. So Christmas lo-fi has been amazing. I love that as background music, but it really helps me focus. So find things that work for you. Set a time block. Get yourself into a coffee shop. Work outside in the sun. Whatever the case might be, ask for a different office with some windows. I don't know what that might be for you. But time management skills, like setting yourself some time blocks to break your work into intervals is so, so helpful instead of just going into your day and seeing what happens. Also, scheduling breaks is so, so important because we all operate in a different way. Some people have a level of focus of an hour, some three hours, some 30 minutes. So kind of play and see where you start to fatigue when you are identifying tasks that are urgent and need to get done in that moment. Um, And this can really help you just be a lot more productive instead of trying to stretch work out over over hours um, and then getting distracted. Be self-aware of how you work, techniques that can help you prioritize things a lot better. And breaking your, so like for those important tasks, I talked a little bit about time sensitive, using time management techniques, but for those that are important, that do need to get done, but don't really have like a time sensitive stamp on them, break those, like maybe it's an overarching, like a big umbrella type of task um, that's going to take a couple of months or whatever the case might be. Break that larger task into smaller, more manageable steps. For example, let's say you know by the middle of the year you want to get something done. Okay, set a goal for February, April, June. So then you know you can assess in between that time if you are on track to your goal. Smaller, more manageable steps. So then it's not just like, okay, by middle of the year, I want to be able to accomplish this. No, reverse engineer. Set that goal, work your way back, smaller steps smaller tasks and focus on completing those 
high priority tasks before moving on to less urgent ones. So first you're identifying the important and time sensitive. So like the urgent tasks, um, and then everything else that's like less urgent that doesn't need to get in the way. And I am guilty of this too. I um, will be working on an important task, something that maybe is high priority. I need to get done that day. And I will let an email get in my way. Something that really, I they're, it, they can wait a couple of hours for me to respond. My mind can switch from every which way and that de- delays my, that just kind of interrupts my creativity if I am working on a project in that moment. So I'm getting, I'm trying to work on this. I'm trying to get better at it, but those less urgent tasks, bottom of the totem pole, but this requires self-awareness to then do that proper prioritization. So self-awareness, delegating, prioritization, and also learning how to say no, being really realistic about your capacity and avoid over committing. Say no. Like I said earlier, if you're saying yes to something, what are you actually saying no to? Something that might have be attached to something of a deeper value. So practice saying no. Um, I know it's really easy to say yes because like I said before, you might be somebody who feels like you are the best at it or can get it done, but say no. Be realistic about your own capacity because when you overcommit equals overwhelm, you might be operating from a space of negativity. And I have a whole podcast on this, on how to say no. So please go back, listen to that, dive deeper into that so then you know how to practice this and even verbalize it too. Sometimes we get a little bit nervous or we don't know how to say no. We feel like we're going to get in trouble or shamed or feel like we're weak, we're unproductive. That's not the case. So please listen to that episode. So I'm just going to glance over that. Please go learn about that in my other episode. Last one is the self-care. So this is really where we transition into operating from that space of overflow. What that actually means. Taking care of your physical and mental well-being, period. Okay, I know that's big and broad, but this really can improve your ability to handle stress, which in turn protects your heart, protects your energy. So then you can operate that from that space of overflow, not overwhelm. Because when I say operating at a space of overflow, this really means you have to take inventory of what you are consuming, what you're allowing your heart and your mind to be influenced by. If it's in being influenced by consistent and constant chaos around you, maybe your work has no space for breaks, there's no downtime, leads to complaining, negativity, that's what you will be operating from, an empty cup chaos. Maybe you're going home from a long day and to numb out, you watch Netflix, trash TV. Not bashing that because I am definitely, I definitely do that. I love me some trash TV. But what I mention this for is to watch out if it's the only thing you're doing. It's the only thing you're doing to quote unquote, fill your cup. If that's how you fill your cup or feel like you're recharging, that is not protecting your heart. You're being influenced by trash TV, something that isn't going to actually be beneficial for you and fill up your cup. It's still, you're still left with a with an empty cup. So flip the switch. And I encourage you to do one thing today. Today, yeah, start today. 
today or tomorrow, but I encourage you to do today that fills up your cup, your heart, your mind, and your soul. Something that is actually productive and nourishing to you. It's something that you love, whether it's going for an outdoor walk, looking up, looking at the sky. When's the last time you took some time with no phone, no email, literally go outdoors, no podcast, turn this off if you have to, and just sit in silence, get back to the boredom, Um, read a novel, read something that you enjoy. This is something that I actually thought I was really bad at. I was like, I do not read. The last time I read was in high school, just wasn't my thing. But then I picked up like um, one of those Colleen Hoover books and I got so lost in it. I loved it. And it kind of took me out of the chaos I was going around and into, into a book. So maybe try something that you think you're bad at, or maybe you're interested in getting back into. This can also fill up your cup. Meditate in the morning. This can be five minutes, two minutes, 10 minutes. Um, There's YouTube videos. I have an app on my phone called Superhuman that I absolutely love. There are so many different meditations that I utilize in the morning if I'm short on time or if I'm getting ready. There's like getting ready meditations. Um, Yeah, really great. It's called Superhuman. Next is getting a workout in to let off some steam, Um, finding a way that your body enjoys movement is key here too. I'm not saying just go to the gym um, because some people just don't really like that. Some people don't like running. So finding something that you enjoy, how you move your body. For me, listening to worship music, I really had to take inventory of what I was listening to, what I was allowing myself to be influenced by. Um, And so a big thing was kind of switching the music that I listened to. Majority of what I listen to is worship music now. Planning a date night with yourself or your partner sometimes it's just really fun to get dressed up and again, date your partner or date yourself and take yourself out on a date. That is really fun and can fill up your cup as well. So when your cup is filled with a bit of hope, fun, positivity, you will operate from that. The overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. So your actions and your words will also be influenced as well. And the people around you will notice that. You have the opportunity to influence people in a positive way and be that light for other people, despite the chaos that might be going on around you. Um, I get it. There are hard days and especially going into the holidays, there can be hard days for a lot of people. And I don't want to dismiss that or um, like sweep it under the rug and make it seem like, yeah, don't be overwhelmed. Um, But again, preventative versus reactive. There are things that we can do to identify it, be self-aware of it and navigate through it. So hopefully this was helpful. This was something that was just on my heart that I wanted to talk with you on. And if this was helpful, please share it with a friend, take a screenshot, post it on your stories. I would love to hear what you learned. Also, we want to build this community of girls who can, so like I said, share it with a friend, spark a conversation, and connect with me again over on social media at the Girl Who Can Podcast or at Aris Lujano. Both are linked in the show notes. I would appreciate it as well if you took 
30 seconds right now. You can do it right now while I'm talking and leave me a review over on Apple Podcasts or wherever you are listening. It takes literally 30 seconds and I would appreciate it so much. It means the world. It just really helps the growth of the show. And like I said, we want to build this community. We're here to lift each other up and we're all on each other's side. But I love you guys so much. I am so proud of you for showing up today's episode and we will chat very soon when I'm back from the Maldives, hopefully all tan and glowy. (laughs) But you guys have a wonderful rest of your week. We'll chat soon. Bye.